If you'd like to be seated, we're going to have our reading now. Here is the message we have heard from God, and now tell you. God is light, and in him there is no darkness at all. So if we say that we have fellowship with God, but we continue living in the darkness, then we are liars. We do not follow the truth. God is in the light. We should live in the light, too. If we live in the light, we share fellowship with each other. And when we live in the light, the blood of the death of Jesus, God's Son, is making us clean from every sin. If we say that we have no sin, we are fooling ourselves, and the truth is not in us. But if we confess our sins, he will forgive our sins. We can trust God. He does what is right. He will make us clean from all the wrongs we have done. If we say that we have not sinned, then we make God a liar. We do not accept God's true teaching. Thank you very much. So this morning for our Chris Dingle service and for our baptism service, we've been thinking about light. And in a few moments, we're going to light those Chris Dingles that you've made. And if you were somebody that didn't make one, then we've got a few spare so that you can join in that activity too. But when we're thinking about light, I gave out a few lights this morning to one or two of you to help us to think about the purpose and the power of the different types of light. So someone somewhere has got the kind of light that I use when I'm working on my desk. Has anybody here got a kind of light that is used when I'm working on my desk? Aha, 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 a lamp. Now, this is the light that I will use working on the desk, and how is it powered? What makes it work? Electricity. We need to plug it in to make it work. Very good. Okay, so what about if I go on a camping trip And in the middle of the night, I decide I need to get up and go to the toilet. What do I need to find my way across the camping field? Henry? Torch, go on, switch it on for us. Henry's got a torch, thank you. What powers the torch? The batteries. Unless it's a wind-up torch, the batteries power the torch, okay. And it's used for finding your way. What about... If I am going to have a birthday celebration and I've got a cake, what kind of light do I want to have on my birthday cake? A candle. Mine's got a candle. Birthday candle. How will we power this one? What do we need to do to it? We need a match. Anyone got a match? Peter's got a box of matches. Gave them to Peter because he's a responsible adult. (laughs) Thank you. Very good. So we've got lots of different kinds of light. There's one more kind of light that I've hidden in the church somewhere. Somebody has got some lights that are going to, um, I'm going to put on my tree at Christmas when I want to celebrate the birth of a new baby. Who's got that light? I think it might be somebody high. Oh, there you are. Do you want to see if it switches on? I've already noticed that. Oh, you've already tested it. Fantastic. Thank you very much. And there's a battery in here that powers this light as well. Different kinds of light for different purposes. When we had our reading, we were hearing about God's light. And in that reading, it said that God is light. 
and that in him, in God, there is no darkness at all. And it's said in the reading that we too should live in the light. We should live with one another as those in the light because Jesus, through our sins, through Jesus, our sins can be forgiven. And it can be really hard for us to understand how we can be in God's light and have our sins forgiven through Jesus' death. But it's a bit like when we say sorry to God for the wrong things that we've done, it's like he washes us clean, just like we've just washed Darcy clean, or we've sort of washed her clean, because we have put a little bit of water on her head. We didn't want to bathe all of her this time. We've put water on her head as a symbol to show that we are being washed clean of the wrong things that we've done, and so that we can walk in God's light. At the end of the service, we've got a lighted candle, a special baptism candle, to show that Darcy is now walking in the light and that she's going to be brought up to live in God's light. But when we think about God's light, I wonder what we think the purpose of that light is. We talked about how lamps can help us study at our desk or how um, Christmas tree lights can look pretty or birthday candles have the purpose of helping us celebrate a birthday. But what is the purpose of us living in God's light, I wonder? Well, in the Bible it tells us that we would walk in God's light in order to share that light with the rest of the world. And that means that we have to show in our lives that we love God and that we love other people and that we're trying to do good things and to live good lives to make the world a more godly and a more light-filled place to be. And that means doing things like being kind and generous and gentle and patient and fair. And by showing through the choices that we make, by showing other people what God's light is really like. I guess it's a bit like when we follow Jesus, we're lit up with his light from the inside. We're like the ready brick man. We're supposed to give off an orange glow so that other people in the world can see that light. So that's the purpose of the light. It's to show other people what God's love looks like. But what's the power for that light? It isn't electricity. It isn't batteries. Where does the power come from to glow with God's light? Well, in our reading, if we listened, we heard that it said that God is light. And in him there is no darkness at all. And elsewhere in the Bible, it tells us that Jesus is the true light. And in fact, when Jesus was around on the earth, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. Well, that tells us that Jesus is the way that we get the power to walk in God's light and to glow with it every day. And this morning, we've made our Christingles to help us to remember that light. So how does the Christingle help us to remember the light That is Jesus. Well, you're going to have to help me out here a little bit, I think. But did you know that Christingle... Do anybody know what the word actually means? Christingle. Okay, well, the Christ bit obviously means Christ. That's obvious. But the light, the tingle bit, means light. So it actually means the Christ light. And today we're remembering that Jesus is the power that gives us the purpose of going into the world. We get our power from Jesus to carry on doing good work and to bring light into the world. So, who can tell me, what does the orange stand for? 
the world, okay? Orange stands for the world. We have to imagine it is an orange world. The candle, what does the candle stand for? The, yes? Light. The light, the light of the world, which is? Jesus. Jesus is the light of the world. Jesus' birth was the beginning of the light coming into the world in human form. I'm going to light mine now, and the rest of you can wait a few minutes before you light yours, but I'm going to light mine now. Okay, so I've lit my candle so that we can see clearly that this is the light burning brightly and representing Jesus, the little baby. Jesus, the power, the light for the whole world, who grew into a man and who at the age of 33 was killed on a cross. The light went out. The light of the world went out. He died so that the bad things that we do can be forgiven and so that we can be washed clean and walk in his light and be part of God's family, just as we've welcomed Darcy into God's family today. When Jesus died, when that light went out, all your faces dropped. Imagine how it was in those days when people thought that Jesus had died forever, that the light that had been in Jesus had gone forever. For three days, that is what they thought. The light of the world had been put out. But we know that that isn't the end of the story. To have lost the wick on mine. There, burning very faintly. The light came back when Jesus was raised from the dead. The light burned even more brightly. And it continues to burn today in the lives of all those that love and follow Jesus. As we walk in God's light and live in his way, through the power of Jesus so that we can take more and more light into the world. And we're going to practice that in a minute just by passing the light amongst ourselves here. So we've talked about the orange and we've talked about the red, the the candle. The ribbon that stands for Jesus' blood is wrapped around the whole world to show that Jesus died once for all, for all people in all places. But the sticks, what do the sticks represent? Somebody that's made one before will know. Who knows what the sticks represent? Mm, not we've got no, but we've got sweets on here. But what about the sticks? We've got four of them. Four, four seasons, four seasons. So we've got spring, summer, autumn, and winter. Some people think they stand for the four corners of the world: north, east, south, and west, to show that it's the whole world. It could be either seasons or. Four corners of the world. And what have we got on the sticks? Sweets. sweets. What do the sweets represent? Sweets. Henry? Sweets. What are the sweets? The what? The good stuff. The good stuff. The fruit of the earth. I like that. The good stuff. The sweets representing the good stuff. The fruit is there to remind us that Jesus is the light of the world for the whole world through his death. And that we are all to produce good stuff in our lives. What might that good stuff look like? Well, I think it reminds us of the things like love and joy and peace. 
patience and kindness and goodness and faithfulness and gentleness and self-control. Every time we do the good stuff, we show the fruit of God's light in our life. We're shining a little bit of goodness into the darkness of the world. If you watch the news, if you read the newspapers, you will know that sometimes the world can seem to be a very dark place indeed. It needs more and more of this light, of this goodness, powered by Jesus, to come in and to shine out brightly. And that's the challenge of our Christingle, isn't it? That's the challenge of it. We, we come to church, and we make our Christingle, and we have a really lovely time together. And we have croissants, and we have coffee, and we have a lovely, warm, fuzzy feeling, because we've had a nice time. It's good that we can celebrate together in church. But the real challenge of the Christingle is what we do when we leave this building. Because this light needs to go out there into the world. How do we take that light out with us? How do we produce the good fruit that shows God's light to everyone else? Will we do that? Will we be able to think of how we might live to take our light into the world? Or will we put our Christingle on the sideboard or the kitchen counter and watch it go mouldy over the next three or four days. That's the challenge of the Christingle. How do we keep the lights burning? What will we do when we leave here today to show that that light of Christ is living within us? I'm going to pray now while you continue thinking about that, but let that be your challenge for this Christingle Sunday. As we start Advent, how will you show the light of Christ into the world and with the people that you spend your time. Let's pray. Jesus, light of the world, thank you for your light. Thank you that it shines brightly within those of us that love you. Pray, Lord Jesus, that we would enable that light to be seen by others, that we would share good fruit with the world, and that through our witness, other people would come to know you and your love. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.